is a word, but we have kind of made up gaslighter, but um, you just hear it all the time now. It was a buzzword. So it just seemed like it captured the moment in time that we're all living in with this president. How often are you going to therapy? Well, I am not going in quarantine. Are, do you do like Zoom therapy yeah, sessions sure. three Absolutely. times a week? Yeah. 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 You're not doing it? Yeah, I'm like Robin. I, I'm all fixed. I'm good. You're all good. <laughs> you and Robin are all healthy. So you get into trouble now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Robin, uh, you know, she decided she was all cured. So uh, she, yeah. you know, she left therapy. That was it. And uh, I don't know. Everybody's cured but me. I seem to be going back. He's going for all of us, I think. I swear to God. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to Hey, Howard. Better. Yeah. A question about the uh, the show. A couple yes. of questions about the show. All right. Natalie Maines now is with you've us, got your Thank you. Now you've got your big professional setup. Do we right. get Robin's news now? I can't live for however yes. long this we'll get back to virus it. You know what is going to go on. Without I got to tell you, it's been very challenging, Natalie, to do the show from home. And by challenging, I'm not complaining. I'm honestly not. I'm so grateful I could do the show from home because, you know, I don't know what the hell we would do. But we've, you know, we've tried. To I don't bring know what you... the hell I would do. Oh, my God. That'd be the well, worst. We've tried to bring you a show. <laughs> but I have to tell you, even just the 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 um, it's. It, let's just say we've had some challenges uh, getting things done. And so, you know, we're trying to work in every aspect of the show that we used to give you. So we're getting there. We're getting we're yeah. getting to everything. And, you well, know, right know. now we all miss that. Yeah. Well, thank well, you. Everyone yes. misses Robin's news. And quite frankly, I don't even know what's going on in the world without Robin. <laughs> so, Natalie, yes. look. The album is called Gaslighter. Natalie's out promoting it. She obviously can't come to a town near you and tour. The one thing I do, the other th aspect of the show I do miss is that I know if it wasn't for this uh, epidemic, this pandemic, that uh, you'd probably be in the studio performing right now. And that's an aspect I really miss of the show. One of my favorite things is when somebody with your abilities comes in and you, and you bring the rest of the chicks with you and you, you know, you got the instruments out. It's just so fucking satisfying. It's so great. Well, and, I can uh, say as a musician and an artist, I can't imagine anybody that's performed on your show feels any differently, but we look forward to it because <laughs> Howard, there's no better sound. There's no better live performance sound broadcast, whether it's television, radio, better than your show. It's a dream to come on your show. You know what? We worked on that for so long. I, I said, you know, we have all these musicians coming in. We can't disappoint them. They're all such great artists. We've got to have the best sound ever. You know, we've got to like really just tweak it and get it to the point where they want to record their next album in our studio. Well, and your so, engineers are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we finally get to that point And now, you know, now this, I mean, so now we can't be there. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we, we can't have it. So normally we would have you in and you, you guys would be performing, but I do congratulate you on the, uh, on the music. Have you, have you said in other interviews that your favorite song that the formerly the Dixie chicks that the chicks did was, um, not ready to make nice. That's your yeah, favorite yeah. song. It that's, is. Yeah. In other words, that's the perfect song. That's the closest you've come to perfection. 
Well, that was all before this album. This album is another level for us, and I definitely have sort of that same connection to a lot of songs on this album that I had to Not Ready to Make Nice. Not Not Ready to Make Nice was very cathartic as well. After the whole Bush controversy and everything we'd been through, it was, you know, just kind of our response (laughs) uh, to all of that. And then just to play that live, you know, when we wrote that, it was very much just about us in that room and we just had to get it out. And then to see how obviously in everybody's life, they have felt like they draw that song to whatever they're, you know, battling or have ever had to overcome. And so the energy when we play that live is also just amazing. I love that. Here's what Natalie's talking about. should destroy their t-shirts and memorabilia that say dixie chicks should they if totally embrace the new name and uh and get rid of all that stuff so we talked about that you know when we actually changed our name and when we made the march march video we consulted with movement leaders from all the different movements and black lives matter because you know we didn't want to you know we wanted to do more listening (laughs) than (laughs) acting or speaking about that and um shit what was your question (laughs) about the dixie chicks memorabilia (laughs) i just want to know if i should burn my dixie chicks uh, i know so i i was asking the people we're talking to like should we change like anytime we have to do a new pressing of an old album does it now say the chicks and they say no like you have your post your pre or i don't know what you call it but the post and the pre and that people know who we are and what's in our hearts i mean we didn't have the name dixie chicks because we're racist we (laughs) you know to on to us and and the the flack we always got for our name was for chicks. It really wasn't ever for Dixie. Dixie made yeah, us right. uncomfortable at no. a certain point. But when you we also didn't feel like it was representative of us. We're not from Dixie, the area that was called Dixie. But so I, so I you know it was just sort of a word. I didn't think about all the history behind it or how the word came to be or how it might make uh, black people feel. Or whatever, you know, so, you, right. so, it, you know, it wasn't any, our name wasn't any sort of statement, but changing it was a statement and, and we didn't want to make a big deal about it. We didn't right. do a press release. We just changed all the social medias. We just did it because this moment isn't about us. This moment is about something so much bigger and we're just trying to live up to that. And, and also the chicks is such a cooler name. Why didn't we think of it? I actually was hoping you would go to a symbol like Prince did. I was really looking forward to that, but uh, you didn't contact me about it. So that was it. And I know, and I know you think we're horrible at naming things, but yeah, we probably should have just gone by Howard. You would name the band Howard. You have no idea how proud I'd be. And that would have been a great name.
And I really, oh, really? thought on this. <laughs> yes. And I really thought on this album there was going to be at least two songs named Howard. I really did. I, I'm a little disappointed, but uh, listen, you can, you know. <laughs> And how can you not think? So we were. If we couldn't get the chicks, because listen, the chicks, we're pretty lucky to have gotten that. That's too, right. that's just a very standard word. Right. <laughs> um, so we're pretty surprised, but the backup was men, Marty, Emily, Natalie. That's hilarious to go from chicks to men. So modern. It was brilliant. Imagine <laughs> if you were really insane and you, re you renamed the band, the Washington Redskins chicks, like just, <laughs> <laughs> just really fucked everything well, there up. Was a cartoon there was a cartoonist that did something that was the Washington Redskins, like in a team meeting. Okay, guys, what are we going to change our name to? And they said, I hear Dixie's available. So they're going to be the, the Washington Dixie chicks. <laughs> What happened when, um, well, you know, I don't want to keep you all morning, but, but what happened? Oh, please when, do. Uh, all right. When you, what happened when you <laughs> went to the country music awards? I'm talking about back in 2016 and you performed with Beyonce. Uh, yeah. you, you, I'm just curious about that because I don't think I've ever gotten to ask you about it. You kind of yeah. got the feeling that, um, I don't know whether it was because of your fans who, or co uh, country fans who felt you had betrayed them with the whole Bush comments, which was fucking crazy, but, or you were there with Beyonce and she wasn't country. I remember it was just a big fucking brouhaha that you showed up with Beyonce. Like, it, like right. criticized for that, right? I mean, well, uh, it's so, so weird with you. <laughs> you get such shit for everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was just a weird vibe in that building. We hadn't done anything, uh, country award shows or anything since the controversy. Um, and we just sort of, yeah, went in right before our performance and went out, you know, we just didn't want to take in any of that energy and we don't know a lot of people in the business, but it did, it felt weird. Like people weren't saying like, oh, hey, oh, hi, like they used to when you'd walk by in the halls, but I mean, whatever. But then, so, you know, they're bringing Beyonce. Oh my God, Howard, let me just say the week before, the week we worked with Beyonce is the single greatest working week of my professional life. It was awesome to watch her world, to see how she does stuff. It's she's a perfectionist and to see the power she has as a female and a black female is incredible. And she had when we were in rehearsal, there's like camera guys there getting angles. And every time we've been on one of these shows, it's like you get two run throughs. You're out of here. We don't care about your notes. And Beyonce goes in there and is like, OK, I want a camera guy there. I want a camera guy there. What's your lighting? What you got on us? Uh, they let her after we rehearsed, after we rehearsed at the show, we're all, they bring us all to the console to watch everything. They're taking her notes. They're doing everything she said. They had a, our manager had already said, cause the song is really long, especially for a television show, the, uh, rendition of daddy lessons that we did. And I think it was like six minutes or something. It was crazy for television, but it was the highest. I guess they can rate those shows now by the 15 minutes. It's Absolutely. the highest rated 15 minutes in CMA history. And so she was amazing. She brought so much attention to that. And then they start getting, you know, racist assholes bombarding their website with comments and emails and whatever. And so they take her down. They took our performance down and, no. and caved to that bullshit. And then they 
I guess, got so much bad press for doing that. Within 24 hours, they put it back up again. Just cowards. It's just crazy. She just gave you your greatest ratings that you've ever gotten. How dare you take her song off? It was You fucking kidding me. I knew none of that. I mean, social media is so incredibly fucked up sometimes. Sometimes it's so great. But sometimes it's so fucked up. Like, people cave. Would you ever perform at the Country Music Awards again, or have you just had it? No, I mean, we. I said I would never after 2003, but then when Beyonce calls, you're like, okay, maybe just this one time. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> do you get nervous? So no, when, I'll only do it with Beyonce. Do you get nervous when you have to perform with someone like Beyonce? Or, or, or are you just so seasoned at all of this that, like, nothing kind of throws you? I mean, I, I don't know about nervous. I was excited. I mean, Lemonade, I listened to Lemonade at least once. I mean, the full album at least once a day. We listened to it every day on tour. Um, I watched the Lemonade visual album <laughs> over a hundred times. Um, and then she's such a lovely person. It was so awesome. I forgot your question again. <laughs> Get rambling. Are you I get smoking so, oh, weed? oh, I wasn't nervous. <laughs> no, not yet. Getting... Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, I'm I saying wasn't that... nervous. Live television right. can be nervous, and we didn't right. want to fuck up. Like when you're so rehearsed, and I, I mean, she's just the consummate professional, and you just don't want to let B down. That was all I was thinking is uh, just, yeah, do it right. How do about them? Right. Um... I like that uh, Taylor Swift calls you her hero because she was afraid to speak up about politics or any of her personal opinions. And she always says when, you know, Natalie Maines is one of my heroes because, you know, yeah, she stuck to her guns. She said what she felt. And uh, you ended up working with her on uh, Soon You'll Get Better on her Mm -hmm. last album. Was that fun for you? I mean, um, was was, it's kind of a nice role to be a mentor in a way, you know? Uh it's really nice and complimentary to us. And yeah, um, you know, it always makes you feel old when someone grew up on your music, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, what was interesting about Taylor is she grew, I think, I think we get so much strength from there being three of us. You sort of have strength in numbers. Uh, and she came up and started getting big so young. When I watched her documentary and she's like, I don't know if you've seen it, but she's goes into like a, boardroom (laughs) and a conference table with like 25 people or more around this conference table, like explaining to them that she wants to be more vocal about politics and who she is. And she's actually allowing these numbskulls to tell her (laughs) to like get to voice an opinion. I would never like, no way am I, am I going to ask a boardroom full of people? Am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say that? But I have so much respect for her to stand on her own without, you know, somebody on either side of her and say, I don't, cause a lot, cause a lot of them said, you know, don't do it. Don't do it. And she still did it. And so I, I think that takes a lot of strength, a lot more courage than we've had. Um, to just stick your neck out and do it on your own. Yeah, I just figured that. have a very powerful voice. I just figured, like, that kid has been famous for, you know, like, since she was a little kid, like, almost, you know, she was, you know. And and probably everything she does is so scrutinized. 
And so, you know, like I imagine there's so much money on the table, you know, oh. every single consideration. She probably go, She probably needs some kind of sounding board because if she just fucks up a little bit, it becomes yeah, a huge nightmare. Yeah, but pick like nightmare. one or two people or just call me. I'll tell her what to do. Call you. You'll right. tell her what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but listen, at a certain point, listen, she has more money than she'll ever need. And so I think, too, that's kind of, you know, when they try to cancel us or take our career away it really frees you up like you just feel like oh, okay well we're never going to be on the top again thank god i made this money while i could and now right. i can just do what i do and she's definitely in that place um but also when you've got i, I don't want to call her a child star i mean I, can't, I don't know how old she was when she started but I think that's what fucks these young people up that start so early is they have so many voices and so many opinions chirping in their heads and telling yep. them what to do all the time. How do you even figure out who you are? And music is supposed to be an expression yeah. of of yourself and whatever you want to fucking talk about. Like that's what music used to be about is a sign of the times and speaking to, you know, truth and what's going on. That's what people connect with. And relate to. So, yeah, I just think that's so backwards and so showbiz to like worry right. about, you know, and all these people are just worried about the money in their pocket. You already would have you talk, money. Would you talk to her about that? I mean, like after you saw the documentary, would you pick up the phone? I mean, I say, haven't, you know, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's weird, you know. I mean, on the one hand, I understand it, but it's almost like having, you know, you have parents who hover so much and put every thought into your head that they don't teach you to think for yourself. They don't say, hey, mm -hmm. what's your opinion? And it seems to me yeah. like Taylor Swift, because I did see that documentary, and you're right, when she walks into a boardroom and she's like, hey, I think I want to speak publicly about politics and how I feel, you know, let's go around the room and vote. You know, it's like, holy cow, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck do you ever think for yourself if you've got that going on? You know, it's it's really crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, or how do you feel confident to just, oh, is being me not okay? Like, oh, so I'm not allowed to be me? I think that's a weird feeling. Hey, hey another uh, show thing. Yeah, go ahead. But I tried to go find Sal putting his oh, yeah, I heard about his this. asshole, but I can't <laughs> find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we posted that yet. We're going to, you know, Sal, the other day, what, what Natalie is talking about, by the way, Natalie is promoting her new album, Gaslighter. <laughs> Very catchy tune. Um, by the way, like, well, anyway, talking about Sal, I don't want to get off topic, but yeah, Sal the other day was able to take his foreskin and stick it up his own ass. <laughs> And it was fucking amazing. It really was. It was could crazy. Can I see it live? Will he do it for me right now? Uh, the, the, the video component <laughs> is hard, but he could do it live. You want him to do it? I you sure you want him he's to ready do it. to go. Woo, I mean, Robin I can tell you this. <laughs> once you, I once can't you believe I'm... <laughs> you can never I, I, unsee it, Natalie. Yeah, Natalie I can't I'm believe just, I'm, str I'm, I'm stretching my you. cock for a grammar win Grammy winner. This is a, such an honor. Natalie, I wonder I'm how warn many you. Grammys you could stick in that foreskin. I'm going to warn you right now. The problem with seeing this is, as Robin just said, you, you never unsee it. I mean, I literally, <laughs> he, he, he does this amazing, his fore, he doesn't have a big penis, but his foreskin is huge. <laughs> he has to take his shirt off. Boy. Yeah. What are you doing, Sal? Could you give up, well, Natalie, the shirt off okay. before Can I show the full off. treatment? He's Can showing off. He's been working out. Yeah. Show okay, Natalie. Here. Natalie wants to see it. I'm fine oh, with my it. Go ahead. Here's the prep. Here's the prep. <laughs> 
Sal, describe what you're doing. You're stretching out your foreskin. I'm stretching it out so I can get it to. Oh my goodness! Tuck into I don't my think Natalie's ever going to go. I think Natalie's going to end up with women. Uh, oh my god! It. My divorce, my divorce didn't turn me off of men, but oh my god, it might be happening. Look at this. All right, oh now Sal, are you stretched go. enough so Natalie can see what you can do? I'm kind of stretched enough. There we go. That's a good All stretch. Right. Look at you. All right. <laughs> look at you. Look, he, looks, he also looks like he has just one ball, one <laughs> testicle. When, yeah. oh, oh, I see it. I see the divide now. Okay. <laughs> the other okay, one here is we go. hiding in embarrassment. Here we go. Oh, my God. There you go, Natalie. You wanted to see it? Oh, jeez. Without putting one leg up on the chair, stretching his foreskin, and going to shove it into his asshole. Oh. There you go, Natalie. <laughs> there it is. Hold it. <laughs> I'm getting, last week, he the second time he did it, he held it in there, didn't he, for a second? Yeah, he Natalie, kept it tucked there. Keep it keep in it there a little longer. Sal, why didn't you tuck it in there for Natalie? Why did she? <laughs> well, I, I just took, I took a duty this morning, and I don't want to get a little, you know, crap oh, around. Shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't yeah. clean your ass. I don't want to get a little mud on the on the foreskin. Natalie, okay. let me interview you about what you just saw, if you don't mind. Um <laughs> Is it what you imagined? Is it everything you dreamed? What, what, no, what's your thought? oh, it's different. It's different. I had no idea how long he could. Because I've seen Sal's penis before on Howard TV. Right. But I never seen him pull it quite like that. That was pretty incredible. <laughs> when you look at something like that, and, you know, you listen, you've been around the block, as you say in your songs. Um <laughs> You've seen penis before, obviously. Is that what you, I say? Have you ever seen anything like that? No, no. And I got to say, I'm on these text chains with friends that just send the most disgusting stuff ever. I saw the ball. I saw the guy that stuck. But yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that one already. Um no, I had no idea. And then what about how he twists it at the top like a, it's almost like a Chinese yo-yo. You know, yeah, why, remember that so, paper, Chinese yo-yo? So you true. take the tip of your penis and you begin to twist it. You, you, this yeah, force yeah, you it's twi- like yeah. a twist tie. That you why is that? You know, the top of a little plastic bag. Why are you doing that, Sal? Uh, Natalie wants to know. Because I have the ability to do it. I'm impressed. completely shaven. <gasps> I've never no. seen a guy completely shaven that. Well, this crazy. is a celebrity penis, Natalie. It has to look good. <laughs> By the way, Natalie, when a guy completely shaves, yeah. would you explain to men in my audience that that is a complete fucking turn off from a woman's point of view? I mean, I would find it a turn off, but I feel, but I feel like maybe young people are doing that. Why is it no? Just Sal. Why is it a turn off? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> you know, my wife has said. Like I even say to my wife, "Gee, do you want me to groom?" She goes, "No, don't cut any of your body hair. I don't want to see that. Just leave it." Um, why is it that a turn off to women? Is it that the guy's too self-involved? He's busy shaving his the pubic mound and everything and his balls. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe it's like imagining all the time that they're spending down there and right. what, what it takes to do that. Yeah, because yeah, who? What guy? So, what is the motivation there? Does your wife? When did you start I, doing it? Uh, I, years ago. But you know, I started doing it. Richard first did it. And I have to tell you, when he came on air, I thought it looked funnier and you could see more. And then I started doing it and then I liked it cleaner and nicer. And my wife. And you save it. And and tell Natalie, tell your wife likes that. No, believe me, she doesn't touch him. 
Um, <laughs> Sal, you shave she your chest it, hair, she too, She likes it like right? I do, over Zoom. I shave my... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why do you shave, why do you shave wow. all your chest hair? I mean, because what I is have, it? I'll tell you why. Because, like Ed Torian once said, I have farm animal tits. And when the <laughs> hair grows around it, it, it makes a shadow, and my tits look even bigger from the shadow that the hair creates. So now that I shave it, it looks nice and clean. How often do you shave? I shave every time I go in the shower. I shave. I shave my chest. I shave my belly. I shave my back. I shave my balls. I shave my every shaft. day. Yeah, do you much. shave your asshole you too. Got like a they... lot of hair on your back. Yeah. Oh yeah, Robin. I shave it. Yeah. Wow. It's patchy. Yeah. So uh, I do, do you shave my... your asshole? Like, I like do. The, I could show you. It's shaved. Let me see that. I yeah, think we wants to see it. What kind of a tool do you use? <laughs> yeah, what do you, I how just do you use get a, regular, a regular, a uh, regular, let's see here. Oh, you say. What is that? What's that We're on his at? butt cheek? What's, What's that? on your leg there, Sal? That oh, I had, uh, I had melanoma. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Boy, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah! Look at that, clean as a whistle. Ooh! I don't even see a hole. Oh, there it is. Ah. There it is. Oh, that's his hemorrhoid. That was his hemorrhoid. That was his hemorrhoid. Now, now we got a hemorrhoid shot. I once, I once nicked my hemorrhoid with the with the ooh, razor. Ooh! How did, ooh! Did that bleed a lot? Oh God! It stung like a son of a bitch. For, oh! For By the way, I, I should mention that Sal is available for virtual birthday parties. I'm not sure. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. This man Natalie. suffers for his art, for sure. Natalie, oh thank you, Robin. When, because you wanted to see that, and I want you to be honest, Natalie, were you turned on at all by Sal's <laughs> penis? Uh, was there any sexual feeling in any of this where you went, oh, my God, I'd have to have Sal? Sal, I'm very sorry, but no. no but no. Sal's handsome, but no, that did not uh, <laughs> make me And tangle. Natalie, you being divorced now for quite some time, is that the first penis you've seen since your divorce? Um, No, not on screen. Oh, <laughs> Natalie, when are you going to get back in the saddle or has Sal turned you off to that? I mean... <laughs> No plans, Howard. No uh, plans. No plans. No plans. <laughs> we'll just wonder see what's what going to happen. Yeah, I don't see myself like online dating or anything. I don't know. It'll just if something happens. Have you joined an app at all? You know, there's this uh, app called no. Raya for celebrities to date. And you'd be surprised who's on there. I mean, I've heard from some very famous men and women. They're on there. I know. I know. Maybe I that's know. Uh, something you've got to get involved in. Hungry? I'm not that thirsty. I'm alright. Wonder who you're going to be with. I think it's going to be someone famous. I think you're going to end it's up. Probably going to be. Well, okay. I've got it narrowed down to two. Go Are ahead. You ready? Go ahead. All right. Look, Robin. Robin knows. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, every girl and, says that. Yes. Yeah. And then. Um, Hate that guy. Hello. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh. Brad Cooper. Bradley. Bradley Cooper. There you go. Yeah. I could hook you up with Bradley Cooper. We'll come over. <laughs> okay, right. All right. <laughs> now, after, suddenly after COVID's the out the window. All of a sudden, she's uh, dating. No, <laughs> I, I'm not. I wonder what it's like to be Jake Gyllenhaal and Bradley Cooper, and every woman mentions like, oh, yeah, They're I want to fuck those two list. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I By know. the way, how are you feeling about the Whack Pack? The Whack Pack has diminished somewhat since you were on last. Um, High Pitch Eric, is he still one of your uh, favorites or or no? 
Love high pitch. Uh, we'll always miss Eric, the actor. Eric, the actor. Mm. The greatest. Oh, my gosh. I still will just oh listen to clips and old shows of him. And to think, I, and I feel, I honestly feel kind of like the same way I feel about Beyonce. I feel so lucky to have <laughs> been able to uh, engage with Eric, the actor, and meet him and be part of his story and his history. Right. He was awesome. Um I love all the whack pack. Oh, my oldest son did want me to get more detail. Like you say, Beetlejuice is like you, you are vague, but what is going on with Beetlejuice? Why can't we hear Holy. from Beetlejuice? All right. Exactly. Beetle- you beat, you beat. Hey. Beat hey. used to come in with his manager and he lived in um, uh, his manager's house a lot. And I think at some point, and Shuli maybe knows more to answer this question. Natalie, um, or somebody must know on my staff because I have different bits and pieces that I've heard. But uh, Beetlejuice's mom decided that he should live at home with her. Yeah. And he lives with his sister and his mother. And this is before COVID. And she is, uh, I guess uh, she's got him kind of locked down a bit where he's not available for show business. All right. But how did that transition happen? Because you have interviewed him from her home. A few years ago. Uh, and he was still saying, like, he does what he wants. He's the beat. He goes no. out. He smokes. He drinks. <laughs> what happened was, I think he came to his manager's house for a week or two. That was allowed. And then they brought him to my studio. But uh, I didn't. It, oh, God, look at Shuli. Look at that beard. Shuli. I didn't look even know that. who that was. I thought that was my Rebitson. <laughs> Shuli, do you shave that every day? No, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not shaving right now. It's, it's actually all the hair that Sal lost from his asshole. Is now <laughs> Truly, it's shocking. I hadn't seen your beard is now long and gray and more Mandy Patankin than ever. It's awesome. Thank you, buddy. I'm keeping it's my protest, my COVID protest. Answer, answer Natalie's question, and then we'll end the interview with Wendy, the slow adult, has a question for Natalie that she reported. Ah, okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, Beetle is basically kind of on lockdown. Uh, there is no way for us to kind of communicate with them. Uh, hmm. our, our attempts are not being welcomed. And, um, oh. yeah. So, like, his mom answers and is like, no, he's not available. <laughs> we, they won't even give us a number. Like, that, that's, that's huh. how, like, huh. the walls are shut down. I mean, we have ways of reaching out. We've tried. Uh, but she is, um, pretty adamant about him not doing anything anymore. I hope he's wow. okay. It's kind of like the Richard Simmons. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> By the we way, need to know the, he's all right. It's true. Well, well, you know, I know his mom's very responsible, and and he is all right. But uh, this is a fact. And tell me if I'm right, truly, that that beat was spotted at a Black Lives Matter rally. So beat has he become was? very yes. He was oh, very. Me? He's become he's become completely <laughs> political. He's way into the movement. Hey, is that right, not, truly? Not- yeah, not only that, Howard, he has a resurgence right now on TikTok. He is a huge megastar <laughs> on TikTok, and and people are sharing, you know, pictures and videos of him all over the place. Yeah. But they're not new videos. It's people making videos from old stuff. Yeah, it's like a lot of young people are discovering Beetlejuice for yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a superstar. He is. You know, nothing will keep that guy down. He was a superstar the day I met him. And uh, he continues, and uh, he continues to get out there. The younger generations are discovering uh, Beetlejuice. Isn't that wonderful that Beetlejuice is now being known by a younger audience? It is. Yeah, it's My like uh, the Beatles. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> they're having a whole resurgence. <laughs> and truly, not one whack packer has gotten COVID. That's crazy. Yeah, I wonder uh, no. about that. As of now, uh, as far as I know, none have contracted it, but I can tell you a few are trying really hard. To get <laughs> yeah. By the way, Natalie, you were um, out there that needs to be taken. Natalie, you were um, uh, somewhat critical of uh, Jeff the Drunk and Bobo. Where do you stand on Bobo and Jeff the Drunk? I mean, Bobo, well, Bobo, I think it's funny, but Bobo is a, com- a, a complete liar. You won't remember <laughs> this, but a long time ago, he, it was after he moved to Florida. Shuli, you might remember because, and Howard, you talked about it because I had, I think, oh, I think I had messaged you, Howard, when I saw Bobo on the road doing a video, an Instagram video. And I was like, he's a driving instructor and is always yelling at people about safety. And then when you called him on it, he completely denied it. And he was absolutely lying. I watched him drive down the road and make a video. Natalie's and then, right. And then he lied. Yeah, you Natalie's right. Not, not only on did he line. lie about it, not only did he, he lie is. about it, but then he claimed there was a loophole in uh, Florida where if you're at a red light, you can use your phone to text. Oh! Oh, that was the longest red light ever. Uh, Bobo, how do you handle the accusation made by Natalie Maines, formerly of the Dixie Chicks, now with the Chicks, who is promoting her new album, Gaslighter? Hey, Natalie. (laughs) No, I have to say this. Hi, I don't. Um, You've been called a liar. You're wrong on that. No, no, I'm not a liar. When it comes to safety, um, I speak the truth, and I was not driving at the time. I was parked. Okay, I wasn't bull, moving. Bull, bull, and I used to get in, No, no, I used to get insane when Bubba used to do that too. Bubba used to put out all these videos of him in the car with, and I used to yell at that all the time when I used to do periscope back Bobo, in the day. You so were, I would never do there that. There was cars, no. There was cars going by like I could see the other cars moving <laughs> beside you. Unless you are parked in the middle of the road, you were driving. I was parked, and I was probably moving the the, the, the phone around to give that illusion. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. We're driving, right? What, Bobo Puppet? What do you say tonight? It's a wabble wowza. Who should just keep a mouth shut and criticize President Trump and leave me the fuck alone? First of all, I I take uh, offense to that because I built my career. On safety, I, you know, Natalie, I was the best Why? in the entire nation. They don't give that to nobody, and I didn't earn that. This, right, you know, Anything. out of thin air. I practice what I preach, and I don't do that Why? kind of stuff. Anybody I that knows the... me, my life, my professional life, knows that. Case Why? closed. Case closed. Case closed. I got the Golden <laughs> Muffwa Award. Where's your awards, Natalie? <laughs> Well, she won Grammys. Yeah, she's a real award. Hey, Natalie, where do you... Awards is what I'm talking about. Natalie, where, speaking of awards, <laughs> I mean, where are your Grammys? Do you have them in the house that displayed that if... Uh, let's say I'm a guy, I'm interested in dating you now that you're single, uh, and I get into the house. Am I going to see your Grammys on a piano? Where, where are they displayed? You'd have to make it all the way into my bedroom. Really? <laughs> yes. They're in my oh, bedroom. you are a firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I used to have them on a piano downstairs, and a guy—I think—I think it was a maybe an air conditioning guy or you know some worker had come and um, was going through the house to get to where he needed to go, and 
um, at that time I had somebody that worked here and they said he was like, wow, uh, who, this, she's really got a thing for horns. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, they were Grammy. Is the Grammy Award well made? I won one award once, like uh, something called the Blockbuster Award. The whole fucking thing fell apart after like a, a year. It, 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 I threw it out. It, it, is it well made? No, they're so shitty. They, the horn part is always like loose on there. They chip, they're scratched. The oh, half the time, the plaque that they, you know, glue on it is like crooked. Oh, <laughs> I know. And when you go to the Grammy Museum, uh, you see how uh, the Grammy Award has changed. It used to be like this beautiful little like wood, like a carved wood base and then like a a truly bronze small uh, what, what do you call Tasteful. that? Um, like a like a like a not, not a glow. megaphone, but a, like a. The, like the old record players, you know. Yeah, the, the old record, the, like a gramophone. Yeah, gramophone, yeah. right. Yeah. Gramophone, exactly. Grammy, gramophone, eventually. But now they're just like that base is black lacquer. It's gotten too big. It's so clunky. And then the gold is like brass. And yeah, they're not. And what is the symbolism of the like horns? What is, what is that? What are those things? What is that? Well, I think it's just supposed to be off of a gramophone, right? That's probably where the oh. word Grammy came from. I don't know. I think it's odd, Natalie, but forgive me for saying this, but to keep it in the bedroom, it's almost like, are you hoping it'll be an aphrodisiac in a way that uh, these no, guys will come listen, in there? No, listen, it's not one. Howard, there's 12, and I don't have any, like, plaque. You know, you get so many plaques yeah. and awards, yes. and everything is boxed up somewhere. I only keep my Grammys because it just seems wrong to put them in a box somewhere. It doesn't seem right. Um but, but yeah, why not the living room? Why not the living room? Because I don't want to be braggy. I don't want to be braggy. There's not you. But let's say you're going to be dating now, here. and let's say some guy gets in your pants, and now it's time to bring <laughs> him into the bedroom. He's going to be like, "Holy mackerel! She's got the the fucking Grammys in the bed over the bed practically here." Well, he, I mean, I'm staring <laughs> at the Grammys. Not over the bed. I have an office area in my bedroom. But um. Oh okay. Come on. I mean, they're going to already know. I've got Grammys, right? I don't need to show. You know, show maybe to seduce Beth, I should have put a couple of my awards, my hair award and my, uh, in the bedroom. Like, maybe I'm playing this all wrong. When I was single, I should have put all my awards. I should have piled them into the bedroom in case I got, I was lucky enough to get anybody. <laughs> oh, would you there. like to come see my hair award? Yeah. I'll tell you what. But I don't understand. No, knowing I don't what understand, I know. Natalie. Excuse me, Bobo. Uh, what knowing Bobo what I know of, of I don't know. You know. Knowing what I know of Bradley Cooper. I wonder if he would be impressed with the Grammys in the bedroom if we get him into that bedroom. I think he <laughs> well, might. Only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bubba, what do you want to say to Natalie real quick? I was going to say to Natalie, that's a big award, the Grammy Award, yet it's a cheap thing. Mine was cut glass. I mean, Why? engraved and All right, cut Marianne from Brooklyn was, wants to get a myself. word with Marianne because she's happy about what she said about Bobo. Yes, Marianne. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Gaswighting me. I take a lie detector test on that one. Uh, oh, Bobo says it's not true. He says <laughs> not Natalie Maines no is a liar. Way. 
He says what? Natalie Maines is a liar. Uh, would you t- entertain a ben call from Chips. Jeff the Drunk who wants to talk to you, uh, Natalie? What do you? What is your stand on Jeff the Drunk these days? Um, oh, you can I mean, say I, it. Listen, I like all the whack packers, but yeah, Jeff, I, I always, I actually hold out hope every time that it, he will have something interesting to say, but yeah, Jeff, you, you really boring? do have to get something going other than you never pick up on me. I mean, right. All right. Yeah, Take a call over. from him. He's all right. Yeah. Jeff, yeah let's uh, see it. Natalie says you got to do more. Then just say I have you got a song I would love to sing oh, for God. Natalie. No, I mean Natalie doesn't want to hear that nonsense. Which what do you one want to is sing? it this time? Yeah, what are you gonna sing? The devil went down to Georgia. You right, wanted to tribute. sing that last week. Well, he wants to do it. And the with staff a, voted no. Yeah, I know. She does listen. She knows we don't want to hear. All right, do a little of it. We'll go ahead and maybe Natalie will join in and do it. Jeff, do you not know any chick songs? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> he doesn't care. Not a joke, He's just for service He was just buying his goodbye. He wanted to make a deal. He came to talk to gang man throwing the film plate and not. Devil Jeff Burke Nicky jumped to but I'm day one. I bet you didn't know, but I'm a fiddle player too. Oh my god. And if you to take it there, I'll make it better. Where's Shuley to do an impression of this? Because... <laughs> I don't understand one word. Gibberish. <laughs> I think I'm better than you. Voice it by name, Johnny. In the uh, Shuley, Jeff the Drunk, what do you. All right, I'm hanging up on him. I don't know the words. Why did you pick up on him? Surely, Jeff the drunk. That 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 was a horrible performance. It was horrible. It was horrible. Jeff, is this what we waited weeks for? I mean, this is it. This is home run quality stuff. That was terrible, Jeff. All right, Bobo, thank you. How, uh, Natalie oh, says you I wonder how uh, his uh, bathroom remodel turned out. No, please. I hung up. <laughs> All right, hey, Bobo. Hey, you know, Howard, on the yeah. song that okay, we, uh, when we did American Nightmare, yeah, Bobo, go lie about something else. Um, <laughs> when we did American Nightmare, I wanted you to play, I mean, listen, I want you to play the whole thing eventually, but yes. what about when I did Bye for Now, Bye for Now? Hey, listen, that I love that tribute. you did that. I'm going to play the whole thing tomorrow morning when we sign on. Right. Uh, you can be sure of that. But uh, oh, Wendy, the slow adult, had one question okay. that she recorded. Yeah, right. and uh, let's see what it is. Try oh, to it's decipher. recorded. She's not live. I'm not talking. Not to live. Here recorded. it is. Okay. Do you wear a face mask, Nally? Uh, I don't wear a face mask because because uh, the virus is not highly in our area. It's mostly far away from us. Right, Wendy, the yes. slow adult, says uh, she does not wear a face mask because, uh, as a resident of Florida, there's no COVID. Everything's under control. Yeah, yeah. Everything's completely control. good in Florida and Texas, California. Yeah. Those are the good states. There you go. So you do wear uh, a face I do mask. wear. I do wear a space mask. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and, space mask. And we, she probably did. She Listen. probably did. Yes. <laughs> well, there's so much to say. First of all, the chick's new album, Gaslighter, is available wherever music is sold. And again, we're trying to figure out where that is exactly. You can hear. <laughs> That's right. You can hear Natalie Maines on Sirius XM's The Highway, Channel 56, very heavily into the chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks. And uh, she says, uh, look, this is a very personal album. But, uh, you know, she got to be careful what she says because she's going to end up back in court with our ex-husband. <laughs> And enough I mean, is enough. It's all in the record. Uh, I'll send Gary. Uh, I'll send Gary a vinyl. I gotta send Gary vinyl. Oh, that. you got. Oh, get yes, a vinyl. must do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Here's apples. He wants to ask you. You have so many questions. Yes, apples. Quickly hey for now, Natalie. Um, hey now. Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy she's a super fan. Um, do you have a favorite caller? A favorite whack packer? Can I go on a date with you? Which <laughs> apples are you single? And, and, yes, yes. I went through a divorce as well. I know the pain. So you know, know Natalie, you're not put off by her Grammys being in the bedroom. You uh, are ready to have. Uh, are you ready to have sex with her, or you just want to get to know her first? You know, I, I want to get to know her first. I'm not just going to lay with, with wow. anyone. I mean, <laughs> right I'm serious. Though. You're serious. <laughs> this is a serious guy. You know, Natalie, maybe that's the problem. I don't know that your ex-husband was a fan of the show. Um, I think that you need to hook up with one of the fans. And I'm going to put this out there. <laughs> well, a, a fan would be someone really compatible with me, that's for sure. We'd have a that's lot right. to talk about. You'd have a lot to talk about. and uh, Natalie, I know. I just... Go ahead. I want you to know, Natalie, I listened to March, March. Yeah. And I cried a little bit. I did. Wow. Right. I went, I marched in Denver. Yeah. All I right. felt that song. Well, uh, Natalie, <laughs> take right. off your pants. The guy listened to March, March. <laughs> and, uh, it out there. Uh, and he cried a little bit. What more are you looking for in a man? And yeah. he's a fan of the Sounds show. like I... a pussy. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. Oh. Here's no. March, March. I you know, Natalie. <laughs> Sounds like a big pussy. <laughs> I want a man. Just kidding. No, you need you need Natalie. a pussy. I'm telling you, you don't need a man. Natalie. You're gonna get into trouble. Uh, man That's means. True. I don't want anybody Natalie, to carry drugs like downstairs. Yep. <laughs> oh well, good. Natalie, right. I, I drive a big truck. All right, yeah. enough with you. I drive uh, a big redneck truck, Natalie. I look like the uh, the cop from Stranger Things. Oh, oh, that's a good-looking man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like that man. guy. I'll look, I'm into it. I'll look into it. Look into it. All right. Well, Natalie, <laughs> I would love to see you. You made your pitch, Apples. Yeah, didn't go far. But Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Apples is a good name for her. <laughs> <laughs> or Apples Natalie. I might Apples take it Natalie. as my first name. <laughs> but I, I do say this because I love you. Um, you know, if you want a man... And you want one of the listeners? We can put you up yeah. there and get <laughs> a couple of guys on the phone. We'll have you pick I'll let one, you know. and Thanks. you'll go on a date when this whole COVID nonsense is over. And we're going to get you back in. The, you know, we're going to get a guy, a real sensitive guy like Apples. Look, we got something to look we forward got Fred to. married off. Really, we really yeah. got Fred married off. Yep. You did. Happy you'll ever you after, did. and you're going to be the same. We're going to work on that for you. That's my <laughs> vow to you. And again, you. Uh, the great new album from The Chicks is Gaslighter. The great Natalie Maines, we love her. And uh, that's it. That's uh, I love you. Love you, too. Bye. All right. All right. Bye There's now. Natalie Maines. Bye. 
Um, sorry, CJ. I saw you were up there I, too late. He, uh, he wants to know if Natalie would date a woman. I wonder if Natalie's ever been with a woman. Hmm. I don't think so. Anyway. Well, that was fun. That was a yes, lot of fun. Yes, it was. And the new album really is good. Uh, so much fun to, to listen to the album together. Yeah. Yeah. And like she said, she'll end up in court if she says too much about her ex-husband and stuff. I know. So. I was like, oh, my God, we played that one song. She said, I can't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And this is a girl who knows how to talk. She doesn't <laughs> shut up about anything, right? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know, it's serious. Yeah. You know what? I, I had a lot to get to today. Of course, I didn't get to it because we, we were busy. We talked to Natalie a long time. I'm so glad we got to spend some time with her. We got to speak to Natalie. I, I do have fan feedback. I have, uh, you know, uh, gosh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I got the Bigfoot Home uh, Chaos Report. Oh, dear. There's a lot to get to. But uh, all right, that's tomorrow. We'll get to all of it. I promise you, we'll get to all of it. And uh, we'll get to the rest of your phone calls and everything tomorrow. But without further ado, we say uh, so long.